Welcome back to Cargumentative, Times Live podcast in which a bunch of men and sometimes women discuss all things cars and motoring. I'm your host, Thomas Faulkner, and today I'm joined by a panel of all new in-house presenters. Gentlemen, I think we should go around the room and uh, you can all introduce yourselves. Let's do that. Hi, I am Brenwin Naidu and I'm an employee of this fine establishment. I write for Sowetan Motoring and Sunday Times Lifestyle Motoring and I dabble in a bit of television as a contributor on Ignition TV. And I am slightly nervous. I've been rehearsing and trying to get my voice to its optimum level of mellowness. More Barry White than Barry Gibb, I hope. Mm. So... <laughs> Me. Oh, well, I don't have such an illustrious task like <laughs> Brenwin, <laughs> but uh, I'm Sean. I'm the producer of Ignition GT on DSTV channel 189. And I'm Dennis Dropper. I'm the group motoring editor of Arena Holdings, which uh, 80% of my job would be business day motor news, but uh, also overseeing uh, basically the rest of the operation, including Sunday Times and Times Live and occasional spots on uh, on Ignition when I get invited. So <laughs> yeah. it's great to be here, guys. Yeah, guys, well, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Um, it's a brand new show. It's a brand new year. It's a brand new format. And as usual in the show, we kick it off with some news. I don't know if you guys saw, there was a Super Bowl commercial that went out. It's Porsche's new Super Bowl commercial. And if you go through the frames in the background in the, mu- in the museum, because it takes part in the museum, and there's a car chase, etc. But if you if you pause it, there's a there's a scene where there's the new 911 GT3. Wow, that was mm, just yes, leaked. Have you that. seen it? I've seen no, it. I haven't seen, seen the video. Yeah. I've, heard, I've heard about it. Yeah, no? it's kind of it's quite sneaky because the the, the 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 commercial came out and I watched it and I was like, ah, this is kind of cool, like just another you know expensive TV commercial. But in the background, there's a you know new Porsche GT3. It's an Easter egg. An Easter egg. And a little uh, Easter egg, a little hidden oh, gem. Well, very, very well spotted. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> spotted. Jalopnik did, and then a whole uh, bunch of other sites did, and then I'm just calling it. I'm owning oh, it here. Right. Okay, no, that's <laughs> yeah. cool. That's but the cool. real question is, how do you know it's the new one? They all look the same. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, how do you tell that it's the new Trust one? Trust our, our resident the Porsche file, Mr. Velkin, uh, to, uh, yes, to pick course. up yeah. the course. But uh, on the subject of sneaky sneaky, mm. I want to steer this to towards Mr. Carlos Ghosn, yeah. the the master <laughs> of sneak, having escaped arrest in Japan. So I saw this morning that uh, Nissan is looking to close two of its plants. Um, they haven't said which ones, but uh, it, it follows an announcement that last year they'd be cutting 12,500 jobs um, from 14 sites around the world. So bad news there. That is bad news. That's very bad news. Yeah, mm. that's quite the story. Hey? He's quite the mm. he's he's the most famous auto exec <laughs> in the world at the moment, isn't he? <laughs> he's a little bit escaped from Alcatraz. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Stories that he escaped exactly. in a music exactly. case. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna make a movie of this, definitely. They have they to, have, they have to. do it. Yeah. But like, what a fall from grace! He literally revived Nissan and Renault, made them what they are today, mm. and now everyone hates him. Like, mm. particularly in Japan, where they absolutely hate him because of what he's done. <laughs> But is the bigger story not Nissan trying to get rid of Carlos instead of him just being um, caught for fraud? Well, that's what we'll find out one day because obviously his story is that they tried to edge him out in this big palace revolt using the Japanese justice system. Mm. So he's presenting himself as the victim. But I suppose one day it'll all come out in the wash. We'll never really know until Mm. it eventually because my understanding of the whole thing was that Renault wanted to take a bigger slice of Nissan Mm. and Nissan didn't want that 
and Nissen was then like, no, well, we have to get rid of the big boy at the top. That was my understanding of the whole debacle and how it actually began. But obviously those are rumors. We mm. don't know what actually has happened because nothing has been released in the press in terms of what he's actually done. We know he's been caught for fraud and mm. all of this, but what exactly, how mm. much? Well, uh, accused, accused. Accused, yeah. 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 Mm. Nothing's been proven. Yeah. Well, the moral of the story, I guess, is never trust a Frenchman. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. huh? wow. it will go to you. Wow. But um, if they have to close factories, they can just close the Datsun factory, surely. We don't need the gold. Oh, you would love that. We don't that. need the gold class. <laughs> would love uh, that. <laughs> I would. It's brilliant. I feel like the, the Nissan executives in South Africa would be crying over that because yeah. they shift many, many, they many do. units a month. They do. But still, Nissan, if you're listening, close the Datsun plants. <laughs> <laughs> I do really. have one other car that I'd like to bring up. It's yeah. not new, new in terms of, mm. it was actually launched last year. And I want your guys' opinion on this. Mm. Ferrari Roma, right? You've all seen it? Yep. Yes. Mm. Absolutely gorgeous looking thing. But does it look like a Ferrari? I don't care that it resembles somewhat of an Aston Martin. <laughs> but to me, it's lost its Ferrari-ness. It's it looks like a Corvette. It looks like the C8. It's uh, like Ferrari suddenly said, you know what? The Americans are making better looking sports cars. It's, yeah. Let's let's crib the C8 and make it look like that. I know. I I make know, no mistake. It's a stunning looking vehicle. But it just doesn't look like a Ferrari to me. It doesn't have that Ferrari-ness. Is there such a thing, though, these days? Because, you know, does... Does is there a sort of a resident Ferrari look? I don't know mm. because uh, they've already yeah. gone out there with some of their designs. Mm. Now they're going to come out with a Perosong or however you pronounce sure, it, yeah, which yeah, mean yeah, SUV. That, yeah. So it's going to move even away from even further yeah. away from everything. I don't know. I just I just look like it could look like anything else to me. When you mm. when you if you take a Ferrari badge off a Ferrari, you know that's a Ferrari. I'm inclined to agreeing with Dennis on this because these days there's no standard template for mm. any manufacturer. I mean, you look at BMW way back mm. yesteryear there, their um, classic shape was that lean forward stance, the shark nose and all mm. the rest. Now you've got things like 2 Series Active Tourer, the i3, which is shaped like an egg. Mm. Every manufacturer has rewritten the rule book. Um, it's ridiculous. I mean, BMW <laughs> is perfect. I mean, they'll make, they'll make a, a 3 Series and they'll make the coupe version of the three series mm. which is a four series and they'll make a four-door version of the two-door version of the th of the four-door <laughs> car it <laughs> just, just makes no sense like why do track. you you know which is why i like porsche because you can always see where where it came from mm. with the 911 that for me you know i'm a big porsche file <laughs> i'll admit that but that's what i like about their design is it carries through through all the generations and you can see that slight evolution as sure. it goes along you know which sure. is quite cool i like that other news i don't know if you guys saw Tesla is offering free supercharging to owners in China due to the coronavirus outbreak. Which is not caused by the beverage, as no. reported. <laughs> no. In fact, Corona says it's caused by Seoul. And there's this whole beer conspiracy, but that's, that's a whole different conversation. Um, but I don't know. I don't see how that would, would, would prevent, mm. you know, because a statement from Tesla says, to reduce the spread of the, of the coronavirus by refueling Teslas, the company is offering free supercharging to owners until the outbreak has subsided. Mm. But surely you still have to get out the car exactly. to refuel. Yeah, unless you to have do, it at your home. To you do the, the supercharger. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand. Unless they think you're going to just sit in your car while it supercharges quickly. Yeah, um. but who's going to plug it in? Do they have a person <laughs> in, like, like in a, a hazmat suit HDR. coming out just plugging it <laughs> in? Plugging it in because you still got to get out the car. You still got to sneeze and cough and inhale air. That's, you know, yeah. I don't know. That's quite interesting. I don't understand. No. I don't get it. I don't it is rather yeah. strange. But if you are a Tesla owner, remember to put the air recirc on so yeah. that you don't breathe any of that. Yeah. Outbreak mode. 
outbreak mode. It's, um, it's coming along the airway <laughs> shortly to upgrade. Next to ludicrous mode. Yeah. <laughs> Other news, Karma is working on an electric pickup to rival oh, Tesla Cybertruck. They're going to have a, um, there's a, um, well, like a concept model coming out at the end of the year. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's going to be the gonna next one. That's going to take ward. on Rivian as well. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's going to be quite interesting. That Rivian Bucky looks yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really and, does. And the resurrected uh, Hummer brand. Yeah. Of mm, the SS uh, talks which, about that. Yeah, which is electric. Which mm-hmm. is all yeah. electric. Yeah. Electrified pickup trucks. Yeah. It's that's like the 90s, but just <laughs> electrified. 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 Yeah. I've got something something to share on, on that note. Um, yeah. Maserati said they, they've commenced testing of their first 100% electric powertrain. Uh, yeah. But interestingly, they say that it's going to sound as distinctive as their um, internal combustion engine cars uh, have over the years. So uh, I don't rubbish. know what to make of that. Um, it's going to be like it's going to be like driving the first Mark IV, <laughs> I think it was, Renault Clio Sport, where you could scroll oh, yeah, through all yeah. these sound modes. You could have a motorbike. You could have a GTR, which already sounds like nothing. I remember that. <laughs> and it's just it's it's all this artificial piped-in noise. I don't know. It well, what other way can you really go with an electric vehicle? You know, there's yeah. the natural sound is just like nothing. So, yeah. so would you rather have an artificial sound or no sound at all? I don't know. It's a tough one. I kind mm. of quite. I don't know. I mean, I guess you could tie a yeah. coke bottle to the. To the wheel, like how we did when we were kids on bicycles. Yeah, or like a little siren that that, <laughs> or, that is activated by wind. So as you drive fast, it it like screeches. Or close peg in a car, like you did with your bicycle <laughs> yeah. spokes. Yeah, exactly. There's always there's always something. That, that's not fake. Yeah. No, it's no. a real sound. It is a real sound. It is a real sound. I don't, I don't know. know. What to I'm make against of it, that. Yeah. I'm against an electric car. Should sound like an electric car. It shouldn't yeah. sound like a normal car to me. They're blurring the lines. They're 100. percent It's like the Taken Turbo. That's like uh, to me. I'm like no. But anyway, I yeah. Electric car needs to sound like an electric car. Don't let it be mm. fake. And I think that's where a lot of blurred lines come in. They're trying to build a whole new platform for electric cars, but yet they're trying to carry over the characteristics of a petrol car. To me, they have to be two distinct cars. I agree with you. Yeah, that, I think that's pretty well put. Actually, yeah. There's a road safety aspect to it too, mm. because pedestrians have to hear the thing coming. So, yeah. so it needs to make some kind of external noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. So if agreed. it's going to do that, it might as well sound like, let's say, uh, a Panos from Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not for me. No. A radio control taxi, car. actually, because huh? you're going to move out of the way for that if yeah. you're a pedestrian. Yeah. Something. Make, make it sound like a solar <laughs> 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 That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's been quite quiet. It has. Yeah, um, it's been quite quiet out there. We we can't forget that that story about the infamous alleged uh, speedster. Who was oh, yeah. oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, so uh, some people are saying it was an Audi TTS, S. but I think it was an Audi TT RS. It must be know. because a TTS yeah. won't get three hundred and eight. No way. Mm. Unless it's heavily modified, is unless it's heavily it's modified. Heavily yeah. mod- Just needs because a downpipe. But those things have the two TTS is governed to two fifty, I think. Yeah. But even yeah. if you take the governor off, that car's not going to get to because it's a two liter. Is that yeah. correct? The TTS yeah. is a two liter. Yeah. 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 The RS is the two point five. Mm. Yeah. That two point five, I could rate would reach that speed. Yeah. yeah. But how to bust yourself? Eh? Post a video that goes viral. I don't get it. It's ridiculous. It's like I'm going to murder someone. I'm going to film it and put it on on Facebook. You know, I'm going to rob a bank. I'm not going to have a, a mask on, and I'm, I'm going to film myself. Look, guys, mm. got 10, 10 million rand in cash. Just brazen and uh, stupid. It's just stupid, um, it's ridiculous. But he was released on a thousand rand bail, yeah. which seems really negligible. I mean, he probably spent that 
on chips after he stopped yeah. shooting mm. that video. Uh, but you know, he does face charges of reckless and negligent driving. Mm. But so, what what sentence is carried with that? Well, I was reading on Times Live this morning actually that that the fines imposed on uh, in cases like that range from about twenty thousand rand upwards. Mm. Um, but I think you know he deserves some some imprisonment. Mm. Yeah, um, I would I would agree with you on that because that's just it's insane. This is a high profile case, so it mm. might just go that way in mm. the court yeah. of public opinion. But generally. Uh, generally, people don't end up going to jail for this sort of thing because I was at uh, the release of the December mm. uh, road safety report last week with Minister of Transport and uh, the RTMC was there giving you know, some of the uh, old cases that uh, people have been bust for going at high speeds and a lot of them were swept under the carpet. Some of them were never ended up going to court. Mm. Some of them uh, was the 1,000 Rand bail and hmm. no one ended up being seriously punished for what they did. They, it was maybe a suspended sentence or, or a big fine. So hmm. these things don't tend to really go for, unless maybe this one will be different because of, of the high profile case yeah. on a viral video. But exactly. then if he gets handed down a harsher sentence just because it's a high profile case, there needs to be continuity. Then yeah. that needs to be treated. That It needs to be treated to every single case mm-hmm. going yeah. forward for that kind of speeding. What's good for the goose should be good for the gander. Exactly. You know what I mean? Bird analogies. Love them. Yeah. <laughs> Love them. Yeah. Um, but like Sean said, you know, there needs to be consistency in these cases because guy posting a video of him speeding on Facebook and whatnot, I see videos of people doing silly things like spinning cars in the streets and whatnot. We mm. should also track those yeah. those culprits down with the same kind of vigor. Um, vigor. Yeah. And poison, yeah. acid. Exactly. <laughs> Find them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. so if you're out there and you enjoy speeding and you enjoy social media, don't post your videos <laughs> up there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Show it to your friends around the table and it goes no further. Excellent. Guys, that's all we've got for news. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with you shortly. Welcome back. To co-argumentative. Gents, in this part of the show, we're going to be discussing the cars we've been driving. And uh, Dennis, you've had something quite feisty downstairs. You want to tell us about it? Yes, indeed. So this is the big manier of the Mercedes-AMG range. Mm. This, this is officially the most powerful AMG car money can buy. Mm. 2.9 million rand of 470 kilowatt, 900 newton meters Mercedes. And yes, it is as exciting as it sounds. Uh, it is very, very quick. I mean, the, the car weighs 2.1 tons, but uh, that kind of power makes a car shrink around you mm, <laughs> in I'm a sure, big yeah. way. Yeah. So it accelerates like a hot hatch. Well, a lot faster than a hot hatch. Like a hypercar, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's also just, uh, just the drivability. It's got no pitching and squatting and the harsh acceleration or braking. It stays level with the road. It's like it's taught as a guitar string. You can feel that it's not a point and squirt sports car like mm. a like a Cayman or something like that. But mm. uh, still, the way that it masks its weight is very impressive. And it, and it sounds the business too. Now, I recorded a little sound clip. Uh, it probably doesn't sound as impressive as it does to the, to the ear, but here we go. Proper. They do, not, yeah, exactly. They get the engine noise 
like spot on and they always have even through this whole turbocharged mm. transition they managed to just nail it it's fantastic yeah. um i had the 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 less powerful uh variant of that the 53 for about 24 hours and I was quite impressed by that too. Six-cylinder engine, um, Mercedes-Benz's new straight sixes, and it was good. Striking car in mm. that coupe shape. That's a that's a great engine as well. That that three-liter mm. straight six. Mm. But uh, yeah, the, this this car might cause some controversy mm. because it is essentially an E-Class in drag. Yeah. But what what an outfit it's wearing <laughs> because it really does have it really does have a lot of visual presence. It's got that Pan America vertically slatted grill it's mm. got that coupe shape it's got the big fenders and everything so it really does look like three million bucks it's a good looking car mm. yeah. Yeah. and it's i mean did you enjoy driving it um yeah. you know a lot of these these sort of su supercars have got the power and the presence but you know unless you're driving them at 110 percent you don't really get that that kind of feel that that kind of connectivity i do regret that i didn't get any track time in the car yeah i would have really liked that to to really wring its neck and see what it's capable of mm. i drove it on public roads and i didn't drive it like that guy in the tt well i didn't, well, I didn't yeah. video anything <laughs> on instagram yeah exactly <laughs> but, but that yeah. is a stunning looking car eh? that mm. really is i didn't like it in pictures mm. i really didn't like it in pictures but once seeing it in the metal it's fantastic but you mentioned the maneuverability of that and to me that always comes down to that four-wheel drive and the four-wheel steering correct that's such a big car like that mm. makes it so maneuverable and that's just like i'm sorry i'd prefer four-wheel drive four-wheel steer over a real driven car purely because in that size of car yeah. you want that maneuverability you yeah. don't want that leeriness that a rear-wheel drive but even with that amount of power and torque like you get to a stage where, where oh, yeah, all-wheel yeah. drive is just no longer you know you get to that stage where no drive will actually help you with mm. all that amount of power yeah. the car mm. has to put down. i haven't driven it mm. 10th of feb i'm getting mine so mm. i'm going to be quite interesting we're getting the 63 the 53 okay. you had with that three liters of phenomenal as dennis said it's mm. a phenomenal engine that it, it really with the was. hybrid assistance it's phenomenal I, it kind of seems like the pick of the range almost mm. like it's it's just like a you know a sweet spot I, I don't know. I haven't driven so, any yeah. of them. I think uh, so. I did to say it's probably better than BMW six cylinders. Like, mm. I really think it was a fantastic engine. Yeah, mm. it is a terrific engine. That yeah. economical rivals, too. Like, what is it going up against? This would be the Panamera Turbo, mm. but it's a lot more powerful than the Panamera Turbo, which has only in inverted commas mm. 404 kilowatts yeah. <laughs> and there's, yeah, and <laughs> there's, there's the BMW M8 mm. that's coming out, which will be a lot closer in terms of power output. I think it'll be 440 kilowatts or thereabouts. Okay. And um, then RD RS7 Sportback. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's coming out yeah. as well. That's stunning. That is probably the best looking car I've seen in ages, yeah. is that RS7 Sportback. Mm. Oh. No, I think the, the AMG pips the, the Audi in, in yeah. that department. I, I really like that I think that it's too close to shape. cold. I <laughs> really do. I think the Porsche Panamera Sport Turismo. Oh, mm, yes. That is a good looking okay. car. Yes. If I won the lotto. If yeah. I won the lotto, 100%. That's a phenomenal yeah. car. But you've get, got to get this Benz in that matte yeah. charcoal color, which is yeah. like 47,000 Rand option. But <laughs> that's an option I would spend money yeah. on because I it mean, just gives it that kind of Darth Vader vibe. Exactly. Mm. And when yeah. you're spending 2.9 mil, I mean, you know, it's like peanut change. Absolutely. On top of, on top of the final uh, price. Brenwin, what have you been driving? Well, um, gentlemen, my aviator dreams deferred mm. saw fruition about two weeks ago when I got behind the wheel of the mustang rtr spitfire okay so let me give you some background um basically 
this company, Ford, um, sorry, Performance Center, which uh, is a respected tuning outfit of uh, Ford vehicles, took 10 5-liter Mustangs and created a very special tribute to a, uh, a Spitfire that used to serve in the South African Air Force. Spitfire number 5518, which, uh, which, which joined the Air Force in 1947. Um, it was retired. Then they brought it out at an air show in the year 2000, and it crashed. So it's been languishing in a container. Now, the whole purpose of, of this exercise is to raise funds in order to restore that oh, to its okay, former cool. glory. Okay. So what uh, Performance Center has done, they've got a, a, a mad body kit from ready to, to rock racing <laughs> in, uh, in, uh, in the States. Also a very famous tuning outfit. Is this that camouflage body wrap? That I, uh, it's not a wrap. Yeah. It's hand painted. Really? Hand painted. Yeah. Uh, so they've also supercharged the the five liter V8 that you get in the Mustang. And no, you can't have the kit on a four cylinder. And why would you want that? I mean, you yeah. want it to sound like a Spitfire. Well, I'll probably catch fire. Not a vacuum as well, cleaner. So. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's not and a cool the cost guy. of this kit. Well, it's the if you ask them, they'll say it's POA. Ah, it's POA. But there's only ten. Uh, interior has a plaque made from the the spitfire that was crashed hopefully they didn't use any of the safety critical items Mm. for that and um yeah it was it was probably the coolest coolest thing i've ever driven nice to drive well i mean the mustang idiosyncrasies are very much there you Mm. know it doesn't feel as taut as any of the 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 german equivalents but it was cool and it sounds the business oh they've also given it a, a brembo braking setup so it's got the anchors to that you need that to, you need. to kind of cope with that extra firepower yeah and did they do any suspension work on it is a is it there, in there any, were some anyway? some revisions to the suspension uh, look it's a it's a proper it's a proper job um mm. no half measures it seems and uh yeah 10 of them so if you want one you better act fast have they not been snapped up yet as far as you know as far as I know, no. Um, in fact, I, I think... Well, Thomas, then you can order one. You, can, yeah, you should exactly. order one, Thomas. Yeah, I should, huh? Add to your Mustang collection. Yeah, because <laughs> I just need another one. <laughs> or get them to do the do the revisions to a 911 or a Cayman or something. I'm can, sure they can do that. Can, can they... <laughs> Can they build you one without the gaudy camouflaged? No, no, so it no, has no. to come it with it. It has that. to. I mean, it's you part see, of the whole package. Then it becomes like a unique kind of kind of like a, a niche, mm. extremely niche. It's a niche it's so taste. Cool. I just don't think I, I mean, could roll around in a camouflage master. Well, a pair of Ray Bans, some Kenny Loggins on the on the stereo. <laughs> come oh, on, Thomas. Come on. <laughs> but question being, why would someone buy that? Why would someone buy that particular? Because then I can go to many of the aftermarket places like a race or something and mm. they can fit something where I have a wide assortment of options. Because these car, this car in particular probably won't hold, hold its value. Well, I don't think work. that matters. Uh, look, I mean, it is, it is, it's a limited series uh, and it's going to be a nostalgic buy. You know, mm. And you're doing something good. Oh, you're preserving you are, history. Yeah. You're preserving, <laughs> preserving history, a yeah. piece of South African Air Force uh, history. Yeah. It's a very yeah. like weird roundabout partnership. You know, it is, Spitfire it is. is English. I if know. They, like, uh, you know, I mean, if they had a P-51 Mustang edition <laughs> in the Mustang, well, I it mean, makes sense. But I understand that they're trying yeah. to get the Spitfire up off the ground. So, uh, Look, I wrote about this in, in, in the paper last week about the whole P-51 Mustang. And it's, it is a curious mix-up. But mm. the result is pretty darn cool, I have to say. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I was just cruising along. I could see the... The stylized rivets in the rear fender, in my rear view mirror, I felt like, I felt like a, 
and magnificent man. A seasoned man airman. In his flying machine. Yeah, did you wear man. the goggles? I didn't wear the goggles. And gloves? But I wore my spectacles. Because ah. I have to. You but have to. Uh, yeah, I left the gloves. And um, look, it was great right until the point where I encountered some turbulence. I hit a pothole mm. while nursing it back to the, uh, the dealership, literally 5Ks away. Did you go into a nosedive? <laughs> or did they go into a nosedive? But anyway, I like... Yeah, the car wasn't damaged, but, you know, the tire was flat. And uh, as the Ford Performance Transit whisked me away, hung my head in shame and realized that I probably wouldn't have survived in the army. Mm. And Ace, you would not be. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Sean? All right. Well, I've been, yeah, I've been I've been two two cars that I'd like to talk about, but in stark contrast to both of you, I'd like to bring up something a little different. So we've driven mm. I've driven the BMW M340R, the new one that's actually on Ignition GT this weekend, and we have if we have time, we can discuss that later. But in stark mm. contrast, I've been driving the facelifted Suzuki Bellino. Okay. Bellino, Bellino. And What's that one again? That's the it's it's the one that sits above the Swift. Oh yes. It's, yeah, it's very okay. Asian looking. But anyway. Yeah. 250,000 Rand for a what? car the size of a C-segment hatchback. Mm. That is ridiculous. Value for money. I don't. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen Bird Box? The movie no, Bird Box? No, I haven't. No. No. Uh, there's a meme where there's a guy yeah. trying to peer the eyes open of a lady. That's yeah. what I feel like doing to consumers and saying, please look at this car. <laughs> look at this damn car because it's brilliant. What it engine is it? Is it 1.4 yeah. 1.6? It's the 1.4 naturally aspirated. I think okay. it's the 1.4 yeah. naturally aspirated. But in terms of kit, in terms of size, in yeah. terms of specifications, yeah. great. Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, you got all the full suite, cruise control, everything for 250,000 Rand. That's 270 if you want the automatic. Mm. Um, but top of the range, I had was 250 and it is phenomenal and Suzuki is very good with its pricing it is yeah. it's phenomenal 250,000 Rand would buy you what a mid-spec Polo Vivo these mm. days well I mean that? the GT is 270 I was looking at Vivo prices last night mm. not because I want to buy one but because <coughs> somebody else was talking about Vivo so I went onto the website but the the, the turbocharged G- GT is about 270 something Pricey, that's pricing, yeah. and you don't get the same size as the Bellino. Yeah. I think no. that's its biggest selling point. Is it's a bigger car? You is it more. is it a proper made in Japan Suzuki or is it a Maruti? No, Maruti Suzuki. Uh, but okay. I haven't heard anything about reliability issues mm. from those cars. And what if you have a crash? I think Are it's actually okay? not bad. What is it? Does anyone know? It's it's in, it's in cap testing. I, I, I don't know, but um, look, I mean, I think it's got the bare minimum in terms of of mm. uh, active. Uh, safety kit you know your two airbags mm. abs anti i think it's it's EBA. pretty much on par that in from everything that comes mm. out in from that area if you know mm. from a maruti suzuki stable yeah I so you'd rather have one than a datsun go oh any day of the week <laughs> any day of the i'd week. rather walk than own a datsun go i'll sell like body parts in order to afford that makeup i'm sorry yeah. but um <laughs> Yeah, no, it's really a fantastic car and people should really take notice of it. Really should. Mm, M340i, on the other hand. Yeah. How's that? I'm getting that in a few weeks. They've nailed it, huh? Yeah. They've I'm, absolutely yeah. nailed it. I saw it. that parked in the basement. And, uh, it's, it's got good spec as well. Mm, Ooh, very well spec. It's not cheap. Mm. Over a million. Mm. It's really not cheap, but that engine is phenomenal. Over a million, they, huh? Over a million. Wow. Over a million. But the engine is fantastic. Yeah. It really is. Its power delivery is so smooth. Mm. The ride every day is super comfortable. Um, spec. I mean, it's got all those characteristics that makes this current generation 3 series so fantastic. It's just amplified now. Yeah. And to me, if I had to look for a daily driver for myself, if I had a million rand, mm. I mean, that would be seriously on my shortlist. Mm-hmm. I really did enjoy my time behind the wheel. 
I really, really did. Have you guys driven it? No, not yet. I mean, I driven haven't. the new 3 Series. Yeah. But I am getting this in like three weeks' time or something. So yeah. I'm quite looking also set to, to get it soon. Um, new 3 Series is great. And I must uh, chime in and, and say that I feel like we often say it's too expensive with each iteration mm. that passes. Because I remember in 2012, um, the second ever BMW I had on test was a 335i. And at the time, that was optioned to like 680,000 Rand, wow. which seemed like a lot at the time. But I guess it's all relative to inflation. And to inflation and yeah. the rest, you know. Yeah, you see, so if at the reviews on GT at the moment, so if you want to see mm. it, Morris is struggling to find a substantiation for the car. He was mm. struggling to see like where quite it fits in because it's 300,000 Rand more mm. than an equivalent 330i. Mm. And will the average consumer every day notice that power difference with the four-wheel drive system every day? Is a 330i just not good enough? Mm. Well, I guess until the M3 comes along. It's yeah, you see, it's an M3 light and a lot yeah. of consumers yes. will probably opt for this. And then when the M3 does arrive, M3, M4, mm. they'll probably then just go sell because if they can afford a million rand car, they'll probably afford to take the knock on the car yeah. to, mm. to get rid of it as well. I haven't driven it, but do you think it, it feels powerful enough to justify the, the all-wheel drive? That's actually a very good question. I don't think so. I think mm. if, uh, I don't think without the four-wheel drive, I think like, obviously if you're gonna take it out of track, that's where you're really going to notice the mm. difference. But every day, I don't think it does. I don't think it justifies it, to be entirely honest with you. Um, that engine could probably just run through a normal. If they just put a rear-wheel drive set up in their car, I think it would be a lot nicer. Yeah, and, like, an, and a lot more affordable. Exactly, and a lot lighter. And there's there's probably a lot more benefits to it. So, mm. yeah, but overall, fantastic car. Honestly, fantastic car. They really got it right. Well, I look forward to driving it. Brenwin, you look forward to driving. Dennis? Definitely. You haven't driven it? Definitely. No. no. Well, we all look forward to driving it. Yeah. You've um stirred our expectations. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully I'd, hopefully my summation is correct. Because <laughs> if you guys come back and say it's horrible, then we've got problems. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna tell you about my car, but we are out of time in this segment. So oh, you know, yeah. too bad. Oh. Um we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back talking about cars to look forward to in twenty twenty. <laughs> Welcome back to Cargumentative. Gents, it's a new year, 2020. Can you believe it? New decade. New decade. And um, a long list of new cars coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Exciting stuff out there? Well, um, Renwin, what have you seen? I know there are many, many, many cars on the horizon. Uh, for me, I've singled mm. out five that I'm most excited about. First, Land Rover Defender. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be oh, yeah. Our, oh, yeah. our, that's going to be a, a very interesting car oh, yeah. to see how they've managed to carry over the mm. you know all the the retroness yeah. of the original mm. whether it's authentic. Uh, next up, the Audi RS Q3. Uh, reason being, I love that five-cylinder engine, and um, mm. you know the old Q3 was was quite a quirky, curious, anomalous thing. I mean, mm. a high-performance crossover. It was a pioneer of the genre with the GLA 45. Mm. So I'm keen to see it that. It looks fantastic, particularly in the Sportback, guys. Yeah, and, with and those green. quattro blisters. Oh, it looks yeah. Gotta be green. Gotta be green. Yeah, gotta be green. <laughs> Next up, the BMW M2 CS. Uh, I know all the gentlemen in this room oh. are fans of the car. Oh, yeah. Myself yeah. included. So that's, that's oh. I, think, I think the M2 is probably the best of the breed of yeah. the uh, M cars. Yeah. So the CS should be the even more purest. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. But you have to get the competition 
oh, yeah. MC competition. Cool. The CS is going to be great. Next, the Haval P series. Um, I'm really keen to see that. Uh, experience that you know they mm. build it as a premium pickup uh, a lot of the first impressions seeing it static mm. uh, sean saw it static mm. at uh, in china last year says it's fantastic fantastic looking car um, they'll bring it out with the wrong engines then well let's day. let's yeah. see what happens i mean look haval's been doing well in sa and i think they're doing some good things and are. people are starting to buy Haval. Yeah. it's the first mm. it's the first sort of volume shifting chinese brand we've mm. had yeah so let's see what they do and then lastly the Porsche Taycan mm. their first ever EV they're committed to the revolution and that is coming to SA this year and um, really keen to drive it yeah yeah and of course they're giving it the traditional Porsche names like, yeah. like the turbo yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. Turbo. it's yeah. like giving electric cars <coughs> fake sounds fake sounds <laughs> from you know yeah. yeah what a time to be alive yeah. that is ridiculous <laughs> well I mean I was going through the internet as one does and uh, <laughs> there's some cool stuff coming here I mean that um, we were chatting about it, Dennis the, the Hyundai i30M yeah. mm. which is actually launching here next week isn't it mm. Mm. Next week. I right. wasn't invited because um, I said horrible things about that ridiculous uh, <laughs> Tucson Sport Yes. Oh, did you drive yeah. the diesel? Yeah. No, I drove the petrol. Oh, you're lucky. It wasn't the no. best of the breed. <laughs> it was, yeah, it no. was no. terrible. Yeah. It had no throttle. It was just like like zero throttle, 100% throttle. It was a trigger. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, because I, I never drove the petrol, I only drove the diesel, and that was what I suffered from in the diesel. It just really? shreds the front tires. Yeah, apart. well, mm. the petrol's even worse, oh, so God. don't even go down that road. But anyway, that's, that's another <laughs> conversation for another day. Uh, I30N. This should be quite cool because it's Hyundai's first big boy hot hatch. Yeah, and it's coming on to take on the Golf GTI, which is yeah. which is an institution in yeah. South Africa. And in mm -hmm. fact, it's got more power than the GTI. It and does, so and they're coming in big guns, blazing. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 had the whole motorsport rally division working on it and yeah. tweaking it, yeah. um, and of course, it comes with Hyundai's excellent aftermarket support, warranty, etc., yes. etc. But 700,000 Rand and only a six-speed manual, they're not going to sell, unfortunately. They look fantastic, mm. but I doubt they will sell. Consumers would want the auto that they found in the, the DSG, that they mm. found in the, the Golf. Mm. That's what they love. And it doesn't have a VW badge. And it's 700,000 Rand. That's a lot of money. I'm interested to see how the market will take to it because mm. Hyundai has kind of like a mm. comfortable old shoes image. Mm -hmm. They haven't really played in this space before. But they've also been around a while, so they're not sort of Johnny-come-lately. So, interesting to see where yeah, the, the GTI Joes will kind of migrate mm. over to, yeah. to this. And also, bear in mind, I mean, the new GTI is coming out later this year. We don't yeah. know what pricing will be on that. Mm -hmm. So, when that does come out... Probably around the 600 to 650. I can see it yeah. moving into Golf R territory yeah. and Golf R moving exactly. up a little bit more. And then you've got to still spec some stuff yeah, as well. Because so, the Hyundai will obviously come fully loaded, yeah. one would expect. But that i30N, I mean, when they announced that and the Stinger, obviously, Hyundai mm. Kia, I was very much, those were two cars I was extremely looking forward to driving. Mm. I drove the Stinger and I don't know if I, I walked away from the experience a little bit disappointed with that mm. Stinger. A lot of people just, said that. I never got to drive one, unfortunately. Uh, it, just, it just didn't. Yeah tick all the boxes for me and I, that's for me also tainting my view a little bit of the Hyundai I know it's completely different mm. but like mm, well I don't it's, know. The we'll see. it's the same man behind it Albert yeah, Bierman Albert former Bierman, M, yeah. M chief and I think before we dismiss it you know we've all read the overseas reports and I think the sentiment is generally the same in that they say it's great but it's no GTI killer Mm. But I think in South Africa, they're going to bring a, a small amount of, of mm. units in and mm. they'll find homes because Hyundai does have 
pretty strong following. following. Yeah, um, they do. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's off the beaten track. There's a group called KDM Rejects, and they're sort of into their Korean, your Kia and your Hyundai, perform tuning slant, that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Tiburons, Serato uh, yeah. Coupes, you know. Off, I like the Tiburon. Off, off, off track. Yes, but the Tiburon's are classic. classic. I like it. <laughs> a modern and attainable classic. <laughs> it's the V6. Yeah, you know, get yourself a... Nice AZ V6. It's cool. So I think it'll have its people. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to driving it for myself. I think the crux, though, what you mentioned, is that we shouldn't view it as a GTI killer. I don't think that's what they intended it for it to be. I think it was an entrant into the markets their first time. Mm. And probably the next generation, if there is going to be one, will probably end up being the GTI killer. Mm. This one, we'll I think see. it's we'll see. it's a start. Yeah. I'm just glad there's another hot headshot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's I'm glad they're market. entering this space. Yeah, yeah exactly. They've always had the opportunity, and they they had the the Veloster, which wasn't quite there. Mm-hmm. In terms of no, the, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's something to look forward to. Um, there's also there's a new smaller SUV coming out from Alpha. It's called the Toenail. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, you know, I think it's just not a yeah, Tonale, but it's Toedale. Looks proper, hey. Looks very cool, and it's based on a. It's basically built atop the the Jeep Renegade mm. chassis. Will have similar engines. Mm. Yeah. Pricing should be low. Yeah, it should uh, be it'll good. be a great second-hand bargain because as yes. you know, Alphas depreciate yeah. heavily. Yeah. Um, but on that, just yeah. talking about Jeep Renegade. So uh, uh, there's, it's just rumor mill. They've just made a couple of renders. Mm. Jeep's apparently talking about building a small Wrangler, as in like to sit below the Renegade. But it looks like a proper Wrangler, mm. like a chimney, like a chimney. I thought, <laughs> I think it looks amazing. Like imagine that going up against like a Kia Seltos or yeah. a yeah. T Cross. Like people, I rate people gravitate towards that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think so too. Yeah, and also it kind of has that brand. Yeah, you know, it ha- looks like it's got a that Jeep. heritage behind yeah, it. So yeah. it's kind of small. I, look, yeah. uh, I mean, our, our listeners can't see this, but I am wearing my Alpha Quadrifoglio today. Yeah. My, you always yeah. do. On my blazer. I yeah. love it. I you love do. it. It's a great brand and you want to see them do well. Yeah. But unfortunately, no one's going to buy it no. as usual. Yeah. It doesn't no, matter no. how good Alphas get. And I mean, yeah. their products have been getting better. They mm. have been good. But yeah, somehow mm. people are just not willing to jump down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another car that people hole. Aren't, uh, aren't buying, apparently, which is also coming out this year here, is the Aston Martin Dubai. The DBX. Dubai. Yeah. Oh. Oh, of That's course, the airport of course, code. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See. But slow there, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so... I don't know. It should have done well. Sean, yeah, I heard rumor mills from the local division that it's not selling very well internationally. Obviously, Mm. these are rumors. They're Mm. not 100% fact. But yeah, I I, I don't know if they got the styling right. I don't know if it looks Mm. right to me. I don't know if it's just me. It seems like a missed opportunity because it it should have, I don't know, it should have done, it should be doing very well. It should Mm. be selling like, you know. Well, they're expecting it to be their top seller by by quite a margin. They even built a new factory to assemble Mm. it in Wales. So, um, yeah, maybe it's just too early to say because it's so new on the market. Mm. I mean, all its competitors, Eurus, Cullinan, etc., etc., have all been on the market for Mm. some time now. So Mm. they've had time to... I mean, yeah. they're not going to sell thousands of these no. like, in an instant. No, no, no I mean, chance. it was always going to be a, a, a niche brand. Yeah. yeah. Maybe That's it's a pricing thing. I don't know. Mm. How much are they going for? Do you guys know offhand? I think 3.7 is the starting, if I'm not mistaken. What is a Euros going for nowadays? I'm pretty sure a little bit more. more I'm not yeah. entirely sure. Slightly more. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure about the four bar mark. I'd it's a Lamborghini. They'll 
I'm bump up their price. I'd rather have the Dubai over the US. <laughs> yeah. But there's certainly a lot of uh, excitement in the, in the fast SUV market at the moment. Yeah. Audi's RSQ8 is coming here later this year, mm. and that is the fastest SUV around the Nürburgring, if that's something that excites you. Mm. I've always wondered why people would want a sports car on stilts. You know, why not just get a proper lowered sports car? Exactly. Sure. If SUVs are your thing, yeah. this is officially the, uh, the sportiest one around. The fastest mm. one in the world yeah. for the moment. Imagine the brake pads will go through on that car. Mm. Oh. Huh? That's going to be costly. Yeah. But and, and, it, and it comes in that cool green, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it, Viper <laughs> green? Or no. What's, a, what's the color that's it named after Kyle Army? Mm. I know they, they have, a, they have a green that's name. If it's not Kalami green, what is it? Kalami barbecue smoke gray? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> 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 barbecue downs. We'll have to Google that one. By talking about Audi, e-tron. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. going to be very, very, very cool for that. Yeah. I mm. think that's going to be fanta- fantastic. Well, they just need to bring it because I drove this car at the end of 2018 in uh, Indy BX in Dubai. And uh, they said, okay, 2019, we, we're going to bring this thing first quarter. No, no, we're going to bring it before the year mm. ends. It's still, we're still waiting. Come same on, thing with Mercedes EQC. EQC, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So those three, EQC. along with the take, and yeah. those are supposed to be launched yeah. this year. So we'll see. So we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, ju- judging by that Jaguar I-Pace, uh, I'm a big fan of that car. Okay, I don't like the sound of it because it doesn't have one. Mm. Sure. But so far, what I've experienced from that in terms of what's mm. of what's capable, electric vehicles are capable. Yeah. Of, very impressive. I agree yeah. with you. I mean, that 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 for me was probably the most exciting car. I drove last year, which tells you something about mm. the current car market where everything is turbocharged and just the same and everything cool. kind of drives the same, feels mm. the same. The iPace is just, it kind of has that novelty behind it, you know, yeah. it's electric, yes. you can charge it up, you've mm. got that range, you don't have the, uh, that um, anxiety about, you know, mm. running out of juice. And it is blisteringly quick. It's it really is. I mean, it's just it is so responsive. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Impre- and, and, and it handles well too. I mean, I got to drive it around Kyle Army. Um, on a Jaguar Land Rover day, and to me it was it was it was really sharp mm. for what yeah. it is. For and what it a is, big step up in terms of interior. That was my biggest yeah. bugbear with all previous Jaguars, where the interiors were never up to scratch. This is yeah. proper. Yeah. They've yeah. done a very good job with that interior qualities. Yeah, I agree. Like co- it's just fantastic. I think that I pace is fantastic, but they haven't sold. Like, yeah. no, well, it's a pricing thing. You see, they one point eight, one point six starting. I think they yeah, sold in one point yeah. eight. Yes, that, that is an that is an issue. That yeah. is a big because issue. it's it's, yeah. it's it's kind of priced around that point where it'll be most people's primary mm. vehicle. Mm. You know, for that for similar money, you can get a Range Rover or you know Kaya. whatever when it is. When do you guys think electric cars will reach price parity where they will be affordable in our country? That's like it's well, predicted exactly. internationally to happen in about twenty twenty five. Yeah, it should take longer because yeah. for, for one thing that we have punitive import duties. Yeah, yeah. sure. They are higher than on uh, petrol mm. and diesel cars, mm-hmm, electric sure. cars. Yeah. I think uh, a big step towards that will be when the people's brand democratizes that with their forthcoming ID3. And they could be pricing that sort of just at about Golf GTI levels. Mm. That's the talk. It's 35,000 euros overseas, which equates to about half a million or so over here. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. they could price it around Golf GTI territory. Yeah. yeah. But chances s- are with those electric motors, it might be close to power. Yeah. Rear wheel drive as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we really do need a like an affordable, cheap electric need car. A mm. Like an E-Up. I mean, I, I, yes. always, I always like the E-Up. I like the concept of it. And it's a pity that didn't come here because mm. I don't know 
I mean, obviously, you know, the pricing thing and the taxes yeah. would affect it, but that, that kind of small, yeah. accessible, everyday transport yeah. electric car. This That's is why Nissan is umming and eyeing about the leaf as mm. well, about whether to bring it, because I doubt whether they'd be able to price it under mm. 600,000 yeah. Rand. They've yeah. been talking about that a while. I actually got mm. to drive that in end of 2018, that wow. updated mm. leaf. And they've that since then, they've been trying to bring that car yeah. out. Since it's then. a struggle. Um, I saw it in, in 2017. They flew some SA Media up there to have a look and also said, we're bringing it soon. Still waiting. Still like, yeah. Crickets. What's their yeah, idea of soon? Yeah. Yeah, but that know. brings us back yeah. to, to Porsche Taycan. I mean, that's coming out. <coughs> that's coming to South mm. Africa later this year. I mean, that, that should be really good to drive. I mean, mm. if the I-Pace was, was, was good, mm. you can imagine Porsche's version of uh, uh, yeah. A similar product would be, be even sharper. I've read reviews yeah. and apparently everyone just raves about it. Uh, a couple of local media actually went to the international launch. Yeah. Uh, guy Terence from Car Mag, he yeah. was in the previous issue of edition of Car Magazine, wrote that fantastic car. Yeah. Mm. But there's concerns about uh, the range. Yes, big yeah. concerns, concerns about, about the range. It's big not quite reaching yeah. Yeah. what Porsche is saying it should. Um, yeah. Well, with 560 kilowatts of power, <laughs> I think you're going to run out of range. Yeah. Pretty, pretty <laughs> <hard> <laughs> yeah. And Porsche is just saying, well, it's enough. Mm. The range is enough. Yeah. That's what they say. Just well, don't use it as your holiday car. Yeah. For commuting, it should be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I mean, there's lots more coming out. Uh, Dennis, you did a, um, a roundup on your uh on on times live yes. and on on business day motoring so so go check that out if you want to find out more uh brenwin you also did something didn't you yeah you did yeah, yeah yeah that should be up on times live motoring so yeah. go check that out um unfortunately we've run out of time it just flies when you're having fun that was cool. absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, good fun yeah it was but yeah. um we will be back next week with another episode of cargumentative and remember to to hook us up on social media you can go onto twitter i think hey page producer page is nodding <laughs> uh, go onto twitter hashtag cargumentative tell us uh, if you like what you hear and of course you can also subscribe for free on iono.fm spotify apple podcast or wherever you choose to download your podcasts um, just search for cargumentative and we'll be there uh, so from me, Thomas Faulkner, thanks for joining us. And guys, thanks for joining me in studio. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, and um, there'll be more coming up. So, yeah, until then, keep it safe on the roads.